What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Postcards to the Universe with Melissa Caprio. Do you believe in magic? What if you were told that all you had to do was get a little creative and work a magic spell to bring anything you can imagine into your life? Here on Postcards to the Universe, we will share manifesting, tips, postcards, creativity, abundance, and prosperity. Here is your host, Melissa Caprio. Hey everyone, and welcome to Postcards to the Universe with Melissa, creating the life you crave. It's Wednesday, love Wednesdays, because I love doing my show. I talk to the most interesting people. I hope you guys are doing well this Wednesday. Today I have a really interesting guest. She is a Tarot High Priestess and author, Lisa Robertson, and we're going to be talking mostly about her book today called A Year of Angel Guidance, An Introduction to 12 New Guardians. It's really cool. I have the book right here in front of me as we're doing the show, so we're going to talk about that. In just a few moments, um, a shout out, a big shout out to all my regulars who listen weekly and send me messages. Thank you so much. I love that you come and join me each week. Um, for those of you who have found my show for the first time, I want to give you a big warm welcome. Thank you for being here with me. I always have interesting uh, guests that I like to talk to each week, so hopefully you'll keep coming back. Um, a little bit about me, if this is the first time you're ever hearing me, I am an artist, I'm a photographer, I'm an author, and I also have a book, and it's titled Postcards to the Universe, Harness the Universe's Power and Manifest Your Dreams. And in my book, there are 30 manifesting stories along with photographs. I took all the photos in the book of the contributors manifesting postcards, and I uh, include writing exercises and it helps us all get clear on what it is we want to manifest because we're not always really sure exactly what it is. We just know that there's a certain feeling we want, like more joy, happiness, abundance. So it helps us get clear in that area. And there's also a toolbox full of fun exercises on how to manifest, you know, the big, the big ones, which are love, money, health, career, so much more. We always want more abundance in those areas, don't we? So if you're interested in doing the inner work um, exercises and the writing exercises and reading people's incredible journeys of transformation, manifesting, and inspiration, please go to your favorite bookstore or online and 
purchase a copy. And I'm also asking, and I ask each week for people to send me a manifesting postcard, which is kind of like a mini vision board. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can find that out on my website, postcardstotheuniverse.com. And it tells you how to create a manifesting postcard and also where to send it when you create it. And if you like Facebook and you like to be a part of cool Facebook groups, I have one called Postcards of Love, and we share funny and uplifting stuff, so come and join me over there. So each week I share a, I call it a magical message, and I post it on all my social media, and it's an image of a manifesting postcard that I photograph with an affirmation. I love affirmations. I focus on them a lot. Um, I think they're very powerful to use daily for it to becoming a new belief in our lives. And this week's magical message is discover loving you. So what does loving you mean? And self-love, right? It's about self-love. And self-love is an unshakable belief in our own worthiness. Without self-love, we always feel that we're not good enough, no matter how much we accomplish or how others in our lives love us. And by not providing ourselves with self-love, we subconsciously sabotage ourselves. We feel terrible inside and we feel disconnected from the people and things that matter most in our life. And when we learn to love ourselves, we become more compassionate and grateful for who we are. Many people mistake loving ourselves as having a big ego or being stuck up or becoming narcissistic, and that's not what it is. Um, our family and friends and truthfully everyone benefits from our ability to love ourselves because when we are self-loving, it doesn't mean that we see ourselves as better than anyone else, right? Rather, it gives us the ability to help change the world in positive ways through love and compassion. And by learning to love ourselves, we discover the inherent value we have to offer others. We give others love and support and to help build their confidence because we have already discovered how to give it to ourselves first. And that's really important. So why is self-love and worthiness such an issue? Um, I believe uh, we can't, some of us can't let go of past mistakes and we, that we've made and we carry guilt. Maybe it was messages that we received growing up. Um, I believe comparing ourselves to others, especially their accomplishments, is not self-loving. Feeling that we don't deserve what it is we want. And that's just to name a few. So it's time to go on a journey and discover how to love yourself. Imagine how someone who loves you in a healthy way would treat you and do that. Or do what you do for the people that you love and turn it inward and do and say all those things to yourself. I've talked about this before and I'll mention it again. Do mirror work every day like Louise Hay always preached and practiced. And look into your own eyes and tell that person looking back at you how important she is and how much you love her or him. Do it for 30 days straight and see how you feel. You will start to feel the shift. It really, really works. And that is how we discover loving ourselves. Just one way. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys.
Okay, so next week I have Dana Sardano. She's the owner, resident, and artist and intuitive. And Sardano has authored several books, all centered around personal growth and wellness. So we're going to be talking to her next week about some of her books, and it's going to be a really interesting show. But today's show is really cool. Like I said, I have the book right here in front of me. Lisa Robertson is the Tarot High Priestess Personified. I love that tagline. Um, the leading disruptive visionary of creative consciousness, bridging the world of the arcana and mundane. She believes humanity stands on the precipice of evolutionary expansion. The leading edge of human expression is at our fingertips, and all we have to do is leap. The next frontier is not the space outside of us, but the space within us. In her book, A Year of Angel Guidance, an introduction to 12 new guardians, readers enjoy a daily dose of divine medicine with this book's inspiring messages sent by the angelic realm's unsung heroes. Each guardian is the focus of a full calendar month, bringing you day-by-day -day guidance based on that angel's theme. This year-long devotion, devotional introduces you to lesser-known angels who want to assist with everyday concerns and show you the path to peace and abundance. In addition to daily lessons that help you navigate the human experience, this book offers a prayer of connection and a closing ceremony for each month that deepens your angelic practice. And for more information, you can look at the website. If you can, while you're listening, go to lisarobertsonwrites.com, and I'm going to spell that, www.lisa, L-E-E-Z-A, Robertson, R-O-B-E-R-T-S-O-N, writes, W-R-I-T-E-S.com. Welcome, Lisa. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm excited to talk to you. Thanks so much for having me. I really, really enjoy the book. Um, it's right here. So... Why don't you share with us a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to write this book in particular, A Year of Angel Guidance? Right. Well, this particular book, um, you know, it was interesting because I've been working with angels for a long time now. And I had my very first angel encounter in, two, I want to say, 2009. Um, and it is one of those things where through my own wanting to know more and wanting to connect deeper, I really wanted something that gave me some practical exercises, some practical mm -hmm. tips, some day-to-day -day guidance uh, with, the, with, the, with the different angels. And you know, I just couldn't find it. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I just, I literally couldn't find it. And um, I went off and I started working in terror for a while because I'm really reluctant when it comes to the angels. Uh, I've got a very mm -hmm. complicated background, uh, having grown up Catholic. Uh, mm -hmm. I rejected the angels for a very long time. So when I came back around to uh, getting ready to really commit to bringing their stories and their teachings to people who also are working outside of religious practices. I knew that one day I was going to write a book that was more centered around day-to-day -day life and practicalities of using our guides and their guidance for our experience. 
So that's how this book came about. Mm, yeah, that's interesting. But I have to ask, since you said it, you had your first angel encounter approximately 2009. What, what happened? Like, what was that like? <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> um, well, I was walking into my kitchen and mm -hmm. I saw 12 angels making sandwiches. Um, and mm -hmm. it was an interesting period in my life. So I actually thought like I was having a psychotic breakdown. <laughs> I was like, well, that's it. I finally snapped. Like, this is, this is it. I'm done. Um, so, you know, I, I had a look at this going on and, and I just turned around and I walked back down the hallway and, uh, you know, as I was heading away from my kitchen, uh, Archangel Uriel, um, mm -hmm. he stuck his head around the corner and said, Hey, we need to talk. Oh my and God. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Do they look like we imagine them looking like the pictures have we've seen the the, the paintings and the represent, you know, is it look like that for you anyway? I think for me, no. Um, okay. and, and I think that's mm -hmm. what's really interesting about working with our guides in particular, mm -hmm. whether it's angels or not, they do come to us in a form that is friendly and familiar. So they are shapeshifters in many mm -hmm. ways. So if you mm -hmm. have, uh, more leanings to traditional angel iconography, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like Archangel mm -hmm. Michael comes to me often dressed as a pirate. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that is a new one that I have not heard. <laughs> I love that. Well, I have a Catholic uh, background too. I mean, I'm not a practicing Catholic officially, but I am. So I imagine, especially the archangels, very much how I was taught who they are as a young Catholic girl. You know, that's how I picture them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of interesting. Uh, I used to do a lot of angel circles and uh, because I think I've, I've been able to channel the angels for a while now and I would, I would do mm -hmm. these channelings and Every single, and at the end of them, I would often ask people, so how did the angel present for you? Like, mm -hmm. if you're a visual person and you get mm -hmm. this energy and a visual nature, what did you see? And it was so interesting because in a room full of, you know, 60 or 70 people, mm -hmm. everyone would get something different. And that's the mm -hmm. thing that always fascinated me about working with our guides is how varied that interpretation is, but also how limited sometimes the teachings mm. can be because we do cling to images and mm. iconography and descriptions that may not be how they're presenting themselves to you. And you're thinking, Oh, I'm not doing this right. Or this mm. is bad. This is evil. I've conjured something different, but that's not true. So yeah, if you get a pirate as an angel, mm cool like right on like that's exactly how they're presenting <laughs> to you you're doing it so, right <laughs> so a pirate why do you suppose he shows up for a as a, a you know as a pirate for you like is there something about pirates and your background family history that that makes that you know where when he shows up for you and you see him like that you're like oh that makes sense oh god no no nothing about that makes sense <laughs> okay um, and and but but that was kind. Of, but that was kind of the point because Got I it. was so anti anything that was connected to the church, and I did not Got want it. anything to do with religious dogma. 
So my angels tend to be really jokey and um, funny and probably, you know, they would hor- how they show up to me would probably horrify other people. But that's how they had to build a relationship so that Thank I could you. drop my resistance and step in to mm. do the work that they wanted me to do for them. So when they're standing in your kitchen, and you said it was uh, Archangel Uriel who popped his head around the corner and said, we have to talk, right? That's mm-hmm. what, 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 what you obviously, um, you come back in and, and you sit down and they have things that they want to tell you or like, like what, what was the story from there? <laughs> I have to find out. <laughs> Well, so it, actually, you're the first person to ask me. So, what sa- what sandwiches were they making? Like everyone usually goes, "Wow, they were making sandwiches. What sandwiches were they making?" I don't know. I thought I was losing my mind. I really wasn't right. paying that much attention to what kind of sandwiches they were making. Well, it was more of a yes, you're really seeing this. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got work to do, but we understand we have to get you there. Type stuff. Um, that was kind of the conversation. So, I mean, it wasn't anything deeply Mm. profound. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Were you asking for guidance and like in in preceding this event, was there a lot of you asking for guidance for them to show up for you? No, not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. It's really interesting because for people listening, you know, there's so many people that, you know, are praying and begging and asking for guidance, you know, and maybe, and, and I'm sure they are receiving it and maybe they're not seeing it. So I just wanted, was curious, like if you had been asking and then all of a sudden one day they just show up for you, there's so much more. And we're going to talk about, um, these lesser known angels and how you channel them. And I just looked at the clock and we're, we're at our first break. So let's take our break here and then let's talk about, these angels specifically for this book. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Conscious Media for Conscious Minds. Ohm Times. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Ohm Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Ohm Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. Hi, I'm Melissa Caprio from Postcards to the Universe, creating the life you crave. Do you believe in magic? What if I told you all you had to do was get a little creative and work a dream spell to bring anything you can imagine into your life? Well, guess what? I've got the spell for you. Postcards to the Universe, a global movement for manifestation, is a casting magical tool for you to use whenever you want. How does living in passion sound to you? Join me in my movement where you get to create in the magical playground. Let's think outside the box and do some playful conjuring. By casting out our desires with a manifesting postcard, we explore our hearts and allow the alchemy of our dreams to appear. And don't forget to tune in each week here on Ohm Times Radio with my show, Postcards to the Universe, Creating the Life You Crave at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. I share tips on creativity, abundance, and prosperity, and you will be introduced to the coolest guests, trailblazers, mystics, and creatives who enrich our lives. My name is Victor Furman. 
Some call me the voice. I've always been fascinated with human nature, spirituality, science, and the crossroads at which they meet. Join me Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Ohm Times Radio, and we'll explore these topics and so much more on Destination Unlimited. The rainbow is God's promise of hope for you and me. And though the clouds hang heavy and the sun we cannot see, we know above the dark clouds that fill the stormy sky, hope's rainbow will come shining through when the clouds have drifted by. Teresa Capriel is the president and founder of Rainbow Guardian Inc., a nonprofit 501c3 serving the intellectually challenged slash developmentally disabled, including autism. Teresa started the foundation in 1995 so she could help make a better life for her intellectually challenged daughter. Her dream is that the Rainbow Guardian will provide the necessary tools and education to help the public understand the special needs population because it's often discarded in mainstream society. To find out more or make a donation and support, please go to www.rainbowguardian.org. Rainbow Guardian's special mission is to see these unique people live a happy, full life and have a future of liberty and equality. Welcome back. If you're just joining me today, I have author Lisa Robertson on, and we're talking about her book, A Year of Angel Guidance, an introduction to 12 new guardians. So Lisa, the angels for the book are lesser known angels. And how did you discover these particular angels that you share in the book? Did you channel them? So one of the things that I often do when I sit down to either design a tarot deck or write a book is Mm -hmm. uh, once I kind of know what kind of topic I'm going to do is I do sit in meditation for a while and I ask for, you know, the energy to step forward. So Mm -hmm. who's going to step forward for this book? You know, what kind of material is going to be in this book? And we kind of have this really big vibrational spiritual board meeting. So these were the angels that stepped forward and uh, they were the ones who believed in their mind had Mm -hmm. the information that was relevant for where we are right now in our evolutionary journey as, as, you know, human beings. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. So you would get, um, somebody would step forward and you would hear a name or would you see them also like you had the the original experience or was this a little different? Sometimes, like some of these angels I had actually met and I talk about um, where I met these ones and how I came mm-hmm. across them. And some of them were yeah. actually new even to me. Like they were just coming forward and helping me with this book or helping me at the time. So um, it, was, it was a collection of some that I worked with some that I knew of and some that were were new mm-hmm. uh, but yes I, I mean I do see them I'm a very visual person it is kind of mm-hmm. like they're in the room with me mm. yeah that's that's cool I love that I love that so the book the way she laid the book out it's it's um 
you know, each month is represented by a different angel, and they have uh, a message for the month, but then there's also, on top of that, uh, daily messages um, for us. So you can look up any date you want and, and see what the message is. And, and that was given to you um, by the angels and how they wanted you to lay it out? I had this idea to write a book, and I don't know why, because actually this was one of the hardest books I think I've ever written. <laughs> Um, because yeah. as I said, I wanted something that was more day to day and it was more mm -hmm. practical and I hadn't seen anything specifically for working with angelic energy that was like this. So I knew yeah. that this is how I wanted the format of the book to be, which again, I, you know, when I asked for which guardian angels wanted to be part of this book, they also had to yeah. understand this is the format and how we were going to lay this out. And they had to have these little exercises or messages that we could slot in to the book. So I always, mm -hmm. always knew, like, from the get-go that it was going to be a message-a-day type book. Mm. Yeah. And that's, is that why you call it your daily dose of angelic medicine? Is that, is that where uh, well, that, that came that's from? The, mm -hmm. That's the marketing team at Llewellyn. I actually didn't give the book a name. <laughs> <laughs> it is, though. It's angelic medicine. So, right. So you're getting a little snippet for the day, but like I said, there's a, there's a theme for the month. So do you think that um, we should briefly mention, just so people understand what we're talking about, like um, the name of the angels and maybe what they represent like the, for each month? Do you want to do that? Well, I think we could like dive, like, I mean, do you want to dive into today? Like that would be a great example. Yes, like, uh, yes, and, yes. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Because I think, I think it's kind of relevant because mm -hmm. as we are recording this, we are in March mm -hmm. um, and the angel for March is Willow and this is the mm -hmm. month of manifestation. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, and, and we are, if we even look at the astrology for where we are here in March 2023, mm -hmm. we just had this big full moon that was all about miracles and changing. Mm -hmm. Saturn's just changed signs. So mm -hmm. it's interesting that I drafted this book two years ago, not knowing what was going to happen like this year. Mm -hmm. But like March is also a, a change. We have the uh, the spring equinox in the northern hemisphere. We have mm -hmm. the autumn equinox in the southern hemisphere so there's a lot of manifesting energy in March there's a lot of things that we can get really deep with here with guardian angel willow so mm. that's one of you know so we have this whole monthly energy that's tied into seasons astrology and all that good stuff and then if we flick to the day and mm -hmm. I know I should know what day it is. What is it? Uh, eight, it's the right? 8th. It's the 8th. Yes. <laughs> yes. And this is true because many of us that work on manifesting who, who like listen to my show regularly, you know, want to manifest. We do have a tendency because you say, have you ever been tempted to dig up your seeds and check on them? Right. <laughs> and it's like, we do that. Right. Instead of just saying, okay, I planted my seeds and then just move on with your life and take care of the things you need to take care of. We're like digging it back up. Well, has it happened yet? Is it sprouting? Is it growing? <laughs> I think we all do that. Right. <laughs> so each of these little daily prompts mm -hmm. are either 
reminders, guidance, or sometimes there's like strategic little exercises to do for that day for the vortex of energy that we're in. So while we're doing the manifesting journey, there's certain things we want to do with it. If we were to say mm -hmm. skip ahead to say mm -hmm. September, where we're working with Sylvania, the angel of transition, mm -hmm. then there'd be different prompts and guidance and exercises based on this whole concept of so what is a transition? What types mm -hmm. of energy are we in when we're in a transition? Um, this chapter actually was a really great chapter for me to write, the chapter of transitions. I learned a lot about energy leaks. I learned a lot mm -hmm. about how we begin a cycle and end a cycle, how we move from one task to the next task. So, you know, there's so many mm -hmm. little bits and pieces of relevant information that we just can grab onto and, you know, go, oh, yeah, I'll just keep that in my mind today. And that will either increase the flow or mm -hmm. drop our anxiety or just tap us in and tune us in to some of the subtle frequencies that are floating around in our day-to-day -day experience. They get lost, right? They get lost mm -hmm. when we're, we're yeah. just yeah. out and about. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Well, also, um, in, in her book, um, she has a connection prayer that brings in the energy um, for the particular month. So since we're using March, because we're in March, bringing in the energy of the angel of manifestation, you have a whole prayer for calling in Willow. And I have to tell you personally, Willow is one of my favorite names. Um, it has a very magical um, association for me. And one of my favorite cats, who unfortunately we lost last year, I named her Willow. So when I saw that Willow was associated with manifestation and me, I'm all about, that's all I talk about is manifestation in my book. I was like, oh, it's so perfect. And I had no idea that about an angelic being called Willow and it's associated with manifestation. So when I saw it, it gave me like goosebumps. I was like, oh my God, I definitely have to connect with Willow, the angel of manifestation on a regular basis, not just March, but for me on a regular basis. <laughs> so I just loved it. I love that. And that you happen to show up in March. You happen to be on my guest list in March. So, you know, there's no coincidences. So I think that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, the opening and closing prayers were really important for me mm -hmm. because I do a lot of energy work and mm -hmm. and I do a lot of uh, ritual and ceremony. And it's important that when mm -hmm. we 
are working with energy, regardless of whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, Reiki or mm-hmm. spell casting or connecting with our guides, that we officially open a channel or open a passage or open a door where mm-hmm. we're having this flow because energy can't flow if there's no opening. Right. So being able to open this, uh, this channel for this energy, regardless of which one we're working on, was really mm-hmm. important, just as it's important to close it, because mm-hmm. we don't want to have these energy leaks at the end of each month where our focus is split, our energy is mm-hmm. scattered, our mind can't concentrate. Um, so we want to make sure that we're doing our energy practices, our connection practices in a very ritualistic but mm-hmm. practical way. We're opening mm-hmm. and closing, opening and closing, and keeping that energy as concentrated and pure as possible. Mm, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And and I really like that you have check-ins in the middle of the mo- in the month. You have a couple check-ins. So you ask us to see where we're at, what we're doing, you know, where what we're thinking, what we're feeling, which is really really nice, you know, because sometimes we forget to check in with ourselves, like what's going on. So each month you have the little check-ins in the middle of the month with um with whatever you're working on for what particular energy you're tapping into for the month. And uh, I like also, it makes sense the way you laid out the book. And I just want to mention this for everybody listening. You don't have to start the book on January 1st, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think you even mentioned that in the book. Like it doesn't have to be, it's not like you just bought a calendar and you have to start on January 1st. You can start wherever you are. It could be towards the end of this year because this isn't, this is this you could use each year, each day to tap into the energy that you want to work with for that month. Correct? Exactly. And and it could yeah. be that like, you know, you remember to pick the book up in April, but mm-hmm. then life gets busy and you can't come back to it till September. Um, right. But you've got this, you've got this kind of beautiful guidebook this beautiful connection this portal to your you know everyday guardian angels always sitting here waiting for you when you're ready to come and do the work with them so Mm. it is one of those kind of timeless books and again that was deliberate on my behalf because Mm -hmm. you know that's how I kind of work with my guys like when I Mm -hmm. have a gap in my schedule I will go back into my spiritual practice I will do a lot of cleansing, clearing, and healing work on myself and, and tap back in, you know, bit refresh my creative energy and fill my well back up, and then I'll go off again. So I won't have the same amount of time. So as I said, I hadn't seen anything in the marketplace that mm-hmm. gave this level of detail and flexibility. So in many respects, I kind of wrote it for me, but I'm really mm-hmm. happy other people like it too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. And you, 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 you call. You start with what in chapter one. You talk about the realm of the guardians. What do you? What, what is that? What is the realm of the guardians? And what is that? What's your interpretation of that? Well, it was interesting because when I finally had the twelve angels, and we mm-hmm. had decided that you know this was the way, this was the contents that was going in the book. I kind of asked them, so what do you want to be known as? <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so how do you want to introduce this to to the world? Like, how do you want to, like, introduce yourself to the world? And they kind of chatted amongst themselves a little bit. And they're like, we want to sound like superheroes. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, you know, it's your fix. Mm-hmm. You, can, you, can, you can be whatever you want. They're like, mm-hmm. what about the realm of guardians? Oh, yeah, it does God. sound. Oh, why not? <laughs> it does kind of sound like a superhero movie. It really does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And in each month, so you start with, and they sort of do follow each other, which is nice. So you start with, I'll just read them because I have them in front of me. So January doorways, February illumination, and it makes sense the way it's laid out. March is manifestation, then we have growth, and then movement, and then transmutation, and then play, passion, and you mentioned September's transitions, gratitude as we're wrapping up, reflection, and then darkness is how we end in December, and then we can start all over again, which I thought makes really a lot of sense if you follow you know, whatever it is you're working on in your own energy uh, moving forward in your life and did they lay that out for you a certain way or was you know were they like okay I want <laughs> I want to be movement <laughs> and this one said I'm growth like how did that happen yeah so I mapped out how I wanted the content to flow uh-huh. um, because as I said I do a lot of ritual and ceremony myself so I mm-hmm. wanted something that seemed natural and work mm-hmm. with the cycles of mm-hmm. the year. And I yeah. and when I wrote it, I was like, mm, I know this is feeling very Northern Hemisphere-ish, mm-hmm. uh, but you could reverse it if you wanted to. So I kind right. of also like, you know, you don't have to work with darkness in December if you don't want to, if winter is actually in the middle of the year, which right. is what it is in the Southern Hemisphere, um, right. then you could work with darkness in July. Right, like so, right. we could mix that up and switch it around if you wanted to. Yeah, that makes sense. See, we forget. I mean, you're from originally Australia, so you are much more aware of that than us in the northern hemisphere. That this is the only experience we've ever had. Right? We don't. We always associate winter in you know December and and the end of the year, but it's really summer in December in Australia, so it's totally different. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But I love though what each each month represents as far as the energy behind it. You know, like it makes sense that after manifestation would be growth wherever that falls, whatever hemisphere mm. you're in. That makes a lot of sense to me, right? We we put out our manifestation and then we were going to be working with letting our manifestation grow. Right. Exactly. So that there, there is some sequential stuff in there, like even mm-hmm. if you didn't use it, the calendar um, you know, just this whole thing of you've got to open a door and and follow a new mm-hmm. path. You've got to mm-hmm. see the light. You've got to have the light, right? So, like, this was my inner gardener kind of working too. Yeah, <laughs> like, that makes happens, sense. What, ha- what happens in the outdoors? And, again, this is part of the ritualistic part of this. If we turn to nature, um, mm-hmm. because the guardians are very earth-based, right? They they deal mm-hmm. with our everyday life. Our everyday life is very much dictated by the natural world that we live in. So what happens in that world and how does it connect 
to us on a subconscious level and an emotional level where it's influencing us even if we're not aware with it aware of it and a lot of these themes are flowing through our day-to-day experience even if consciously we're not really thinking about it because we're just in the environmental aspect of getting up and it's dark at 4 mm. p.m at not you know getting up and it's dark mm. or getting up mm. and, it, and then it's light um and all of those seasonal and natural shifts. So there's all of these different layers that go on throughout the year and even through our day that this kind of work just taps us back into and kind of lets us know we're not alone. Mm -hmm. We're all having a similar experience. We're not isolated. We're not islands. We're all connected to the natural world. And we're all connected to the spiritual world. The guardians are here for everyone. They're not just picking some people and not others. Everything that we can see and have an experience of with our six senses is available Mm -hmm. to everybody. And this kind of work plugs us back into that. Makes so much sense. Oh, my goodness. Oh, geez. We got to take our second break. (laughs) Let's take it here. We'll talk more about that when we come back. (laughs) Stay tuned, everybody. Be right back. The Real Conscious Connection. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Ohm Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization. Their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Ohm Times, co-creating a more conscious lifestyle. Imagine yourself being transported to India, to the banks of the Ganga, and an ashram in Rishikesh. Visualize that you are welcome to satsang with an American sannyasi who shares the wisdom of her guru. Your visualization has manifested. Join Satvi Bhagawati Saraswati for inspiration and transformation every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on Om Times Radio. Hi. I'm Melissa Caprio from Postcards to the Universe, creating the life you crave. Do you believe in magic? What if I told you all you had to do was get a little creative and work a dream spell to bring anything you can imagine into your life? Well, guess what? I've got the spell for you. Postcards to the Universe, a global movement for manifestation, is a casting magical tool for you to use whenever you want. How does living in passion sound to you? Join me in my movement where you get to create in the magical playground. Let's think outside the box and do some playful conjuring. By casting out our desires with a manifesting postcard, we explore our hearts and allow the alchemy of our dreams to appear. And don't forget to tune in each week here on Ohm Times Radio with my show, Postcards to the Universe, Creating the Life You Crave at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. I share tips on creativity, abundance, and prosperity, and you will be introduced to the coolest guests, trailblazers, mystics, and creatives who enrich our lives. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. 
Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Welcome back. So, Lisa, I was thinking during the break, and I, I don't really want to say, do you have a favorite? Because I don't, I don't think that's the right word. But is there one of the angels that you connected with um, maybe more than the others? Not so much. Um, okay. I, I think because each one I immersed myself in completely. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be a little detached from bias. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Because <laughs> otherwise, otherwise I think like we can become resistant yeah. to te- the teachings. So no, mm. no, not necessarily. I think they're all really quite fun to work with. They're fun to be around and they have some really good words of advice for everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. For everyone, yeah. So I imagine there are probably thousands and thousands of angels that we're just not aware of, right? Um, and oh, different yeah. people connect with different angels. Like you said, these are, these are guardians that many of us don't have never heard of before. This is, came through you. So um, how for the lay person who's listening and, and has never done any of this kind of work, never even thought about trying to connect to some of their guardians and angels. Like, what, what could we do to kind of open ourselves up to maybe start getting some messages from our angels that have things that they want us to know? Yeah, I, you know, and I encourage everyone to try and connect with their own personal angels mm-hmm. all the time. And I think one of the easiest things to do is some automatic writing and mm. one of the one of the quickest ways and you and here's where you have to like clear your doubt though like don't question mm. the message mm. like it's, I don't care if you think it's coming from your imagination just roll with it I don't care if mm. you think it's coming from your ego just roll with it so get a blank piece of paper and write a question at the top of the page but make mm. it very clear and concise don't make it a complicated question Make it a mm-hmm. question that can give a very quick and concise reply to. And then once you've written that question, by that I mean don't ask like 25 questions in one question because right. some people do right. that. 
Like, yeah. will I get this? And will it then do this? Right. And will this right. happen? And will this person come back? And how will that be? <laughs> no, like one, one thing, just also one thing, right. uh, what would be, you know, what would, what should I be on the lookout for today? Mm-hmm. What would be something that could challenge me today? What would something that would be fun today? Like really mm-hmm. short, concise, mm-hmm. clear questions. Write that at the top of the page and then just place your hand on your heart and take a couple of breaths and then just allow an answer to bubble up. Don't question it. You don't need to know where it comes from. It doesn't matter where it comes from. And then write the answer down and do this for a couple of days until you get into this rhythm and flow. And then if you want to know if this is coming from a specific angel, you can then ask, what is your name? What is your name? Dear Angel, what is your name? And then if you want to know like more about them, you can. You can say, what type of angel are you? Because there's so many different types of angels. Um, And then, you know, you can start to build that relationship over time. But like all relationships, you have to put a little bit of work into it. Like it doesn't just Mm -hmm. click. Like you can't just like walk up to someone in the street and, uh, you know, just expect them to instantly be your best friend. <laughs> There's a little right. bit of work involved with connecting with our guides. Um, and, and it's just like, if they're a real person, if you were building a new relationship with a real person, what would mm-hmm. you do? Because that same thing applies here. Mm, yeah, that's a good, that's a, actually a really good idea. I've done automatic writing before. And you'd be surprised what messages come come through if you stick with it for a while. That's that's a that's a really good tip for us who maybe want to talk, you know, intimately with our own angels, right? And get some get some answers to some questions we have. Do you think that um in your personal opinion, do you think angels have ever been human and then became angels or do you think they've always been from that angelic realm and they were never human my understanding of my conversations with Mm -hmm. the angels is that they have never taken physical form in fact they're very jealous of humans in that respect that they had they don't get to experience what we experience that they are vibrational beings from a Mm -hmm. different band of consciousness Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's that's kind of my belief just through my Mm -hmm. conversations with them I always wonder if like angels will like jump in a human body or show up as a human form to help people in certain situations. Do you think that that, that that happens that they like, or they'll, you know, you'll think you're talking to a human, but really it's an angel. And then it's just like, <laughs> cause they were needed for a certain circumstance. I think for me, mm-hmm. my personal belief is, is, the angels nudge that person into mm. your life at that particular time or yeah. sent them an insight or an mm. impulse and they just showed up and they're like, I don't even know why I'm here. Um, mm, I right. feel like they can, mm. they can nudge and move us as opposed to do something that is against our personal human will because mm-hmm. that's not really what they do. They're not here to interfere. They're not here right. to take away our free will. They're here mm. to guide and expand and give us space to play and love and connect. Yeah, that makes sense. 
that makes a lot of sense. And um, I always wonder too, do you think, do animals have their own set of angels, you think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, oh, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I think animals themselves are, <laughs> that if they are angels, right? Just because they can be just so wonderful in your life and they're so loving unconditionally. <laughs> just like you imagine your your guardian angel would be, right? <laughs> Loves you unconditionally. <laughs> oh, good. I actually think it's hard for humans to understand what unconditional love is. Oh, yes, and definitely. I feel like part of our journey part of the lesson of humanity is to understand that we could be loved just for existing without right. doing anything else. That love is not a reward. Love's not given to some and not others. Mm -hmm. And humans have a really complicated relationship with love. That's true. Well, just look at how it, your dog is, and then you'll know. <laughs> That's what it looks like, right? Because your dog loves you unconditionally. Dogs are just, that's how they are. They, they just love you no matter what. Um, so that's a good way to see what it looks like in physical form, if you can't imagine it. I want to talk uh, a little bit about, because I, you know, we're kind of coming up to the end of the show pretty shortly and you have some other books and you have some beautiful decks so you want to talk a little bit about um your other books and your decks that you have available so i've got a lot is there yeah, anything you do. you, <laughs> you do like you do so how about um i guess you you know i thought you're you're this is a, is this one of your newer your your books before this one um your right raise your vibration with the archangels your angel number book we're yeah talking that about was about angels. three books mm -hmm. three or four books ago yes yeah and yeah. you also have books so, about to helping us learn how to be work with the tarot which i love ex exactly so like my latest books uh, I, mm -hmm. I, I started in tarot. So I've got, mm -hmm. I've got four tarot decks that are currently on the marketplace. I have four more in production as we mm -hmm. speak. Um, and I have quite a lot of tarot books. Now, I do have two tarot books that are probably relevant if you are looking to do more spiritual work and connecting mm -hmm. more with energy. And those would be Tarot Priestess, which is one of my newer tarot books. And that really okay. is a devotional book and then tapping into goddess work and ritual and ceremony. Mm -hmm. And then I have Tarot Healer, which is actually a dedicated chakra book. So mm -hmm. how to use tarot for chakra work and Reiki healing and energy energy healing. And then, of course, I um, my latest the book that came out just before the year of angel guidance is the mm -hmm. book of mermaid magic. And that is mm. also a chakra book. Um, it's dedicated to the moon cycles. I created a pantheon for mermaids. So anyone who feels a connection to the water and the moon and healing, mm. that's, that's a book for you. Mm. And you have the, you have, yeah. And you have the, the mermaid tarot also that I thought was exactly. they look beautiful. And I love 
your Cirque du Tarot cards. Like, the, they're just so beautiful. I love them. And, you, and then you have your Soul Cats Tarot. So for those of you like me... <laughs> Who I don't even need know how to read the tarot. I learned recently a few years ago to read the Lenormand cards, which I find fascinating. But I don't really know how to read the tarot. But I just still love collecting cards and <laughs> decks. I love having them and holding them and flipping them and feeling them and the energy of them. But you have really beautiful cards. When do you have time to create all this? You must be like writing and creating every day. <laughs> I am. And I have been for years. <laughs> yeah what's your newest like deck that, what's the most recent deck that you released the most recent well actually Cirque and uh, Soul Cats came out a month apart oh so they're God. pretty close to, yeah they, they were pretty close together um, and so, then that just happened because we had all that shipping mess after COVID so Cirque mm. got stuck mm, okay. on, in, in the port for like four months, which put oh, it really wow. behind release schedule. So those wow. two came out very close together. Now, do you get them? Do you get, do, are, are those channeled to you also? Yes and no. Yes mm -hmm. and no. So like okay. I do sit down again and I try and create a very specific mm -hmm. vortex of energy and a bubble mm -hmm. of energy. And then I, you know, I let that bubble up. But I actually do have... Uh, both a graduate and postgraduate degree in fine art and mm. fine art history. So like mm. composition yeah. and mm -hmm. imagery and visual literacy is something that I'm actually academically trained in. So that helps a lot when it comes to designing the cards and the images and how I want the symbolism and the light to play off them and being able to give those directions then to the artist so the artist can then create mm -hmm. these beautiful miniature masterpieces. Mm, yeah, no, I, like I said, I love, I love uh, decks and cards. I just, they're just, I always, I don't know, there's something about them. I like, that's why people like them so much. Um, so I imagine like, since it's tarot, are you going by the, the traditional tarot for each deck? But then since it's themed for, like for soul cats compared to Cirque du Tarot, are you using the traditional rider weight kind of concept and then, and then shifting it a little to go with that theme of how you imagined it visually? So all the decks that Llewellyn do are rider weight Smith based. Mm -hmm. So okay. we have to tell, we have to find a way to tell that story through mm. whatever theme we are creating. And okay. to me, that's like one of the greatest things to do as a storyteller is to go, okay, so mm. we already have a story and mm. now we have to find a way to tell this story from a new lens. So that's always exciting to me when I sit down and do a new deck. Now, one of the mm. decks that's coming out next year, mm -hmm. I want to say maybe at the end of next year is actually an angel deck that is mm. going to be able to work with both of the angel books that I've written. Yeah, well, it makes sense because when I was looking at your all the cards you have and then I was I have the book, I'm like, oh, I imagine a, a deck is coming out <laughs> for, for yes. basically very much on this book because it just seems like 
I mean, it kind of like a no-brainer, like it really kind of should, you know, like the people can like see what message they get for the day, you know, if they're going through the cards, what's jumping out at them, you know, so it, it makes total sense. Wow, we're, we are at the, uh, we're like done. I can't believe it. I still had more stuff I wanted to ask you. Oh my God, I love talking to you. It was so interesting. Thank you, Lisa, so much for being here with me today. And you guys, you can check out all her stuff at lisarobertsonwrites.com. Anything you want to mention before I do my outro that I missed? Uh, if anyone wants any more information, you can by all means just connect with me on social media, the Lisa Robertson. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Love it. Thank you so much, Lisa. You have a beautiful book, beautiful cards. I loved it. Okay, guys, thanks for listening to Postcards to the Universe with Melissa, Creating the Life You Crave. And I'm wishing everyone a wonderful week filled with joy, abundance, and love. Peace. <laughs>